Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to a cool podcast where we creatively optimize our longevity. And today it's your host, Harry Leone, with Juan Samir and Tiana Leone as a special guest. Uh, hey. Tiana's going to be one of our special guests, but she's actually going to be a host of this a cool podcast. So we're going to start the show off with a quote of the week. Go ahead, Juan Samir. All right, what's going on? Peace, peace. Uh, this week's ep- this week's quote is: "Don't make any any excuses for your toxic behavior by saying that's just how I am. You can have love, patience, and compassion for yourself while you honestly admit that you can do better." Digging that. All right, well, y'all got that word of the week from Juan Samir. Thank you, Juan. Uh, we got a special guest in the house. It is not only my sister, but a entrepreneur of many sorts. That's right. Um, how can I say it? Uh, a, a, a fashion icon, in my opinion, uh, a creator of all sorts, uh, a YouTube vlogger. Uh, there's so many different things that uh, this young lady is uh, capable of doing. And uh, she's also adding to the conglomerate of Lion Family Media Group which is uh, something that y'all should tune into. If y'all are into YouTube right now, make sure y'all hit that like button and that subscribe button. We rocking heavy. So uh, with that being said, Tiana, go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, let us know something about yourself. Um, my name's Tiana. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Tiana E. Um, um, like I said, um, Harry introduced me as his sister, um, Juan's cousin. I'm grateful to be on the show today. Um, a little bit about me. Um, I just started getting into the entrepreneurship world um, a little under a year ago. Um, it'll be one month come June. And um, it's been great. You know, I kind of took a, a leap of faith going into it. Um, you know, it's all also almost a year of the passing of our grandmother who kind of pushed me in the direction to be like you know let me get into this uh take this business thing serious because it's something i wanted to do for a while like for years i used to want to be like you know in a few years i'm gonna do lashes or something makeup related maybe have my own business line of something and you know i think you know when that happened it just put the fire under my feet to be like it's cold. It's you know we're in a pandemic. Might as well jump in and try things out now because right. my my thoughts on business is you know all you can do is try. It's gonna go one way or another. Um, right. If it's not successful, it's gonna be a learning lesson. If it's not a learning lesson, then it's something that you can take with you um, and be successful and 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 progress uh, your career or business or you know. So, you know, for me, I just, I took a little faith and, you know, I sell eyelashes, lip gloss now, um, do-rags, bonnets. It's like a whole little beauty. I got it. I got to get more. So I got to get some more wavies too, cause I got to get some more wavies. <laughs> I got to get I probably got to get summer. You know, that's the thing. I got to get wavy. Yeah, even though I got the curls going up, I need—I I think I need like a black or gray one. So when I come to AZ, I'm a, I'm a, you know what I mean? I'm going to need you to, I need you to, you're going to have to pull a bag out. You're going to have to pull it yeah, out. I got you for sure. Um, 
but yeah, I started off with um, eyelashes. They're 3D mink lashes, which is, um, if you don't know what that is, it's strip lashes. Um, I actually have a few new um, ones that I just recently added um, to the collection. Um, I'm going to show you guys. This one's Gemini's. about to be Gemini season. Shout out to the Gemini's. Yeah, yeah, you already know. My wife, my wife says she's gonna cop some too, cuz when uh, when we come out there. I would appreciate it. <laughs> all the support, all support is good support. I got big mad. Okay, let's people be big mad. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. This is you know, we just said, you know, don't be with the toxic stuff, but you know how they be like to be sneaky and so I got uh -huh. sneaky link. You know, everybody wanna do a sneaky link now. That's the new thing. Don't care about relationships, they just want a little something temporary. So I said, why not sneaky link? And then Jersey Juice. This, this is my customer's favorite. Like, that's what I got on right now. Jersey Juice. Shout out to Jersey. Um Jersey. That's right. That's right. In the building. But yeah, um, you know, that's how I started off. I started off with eyelashes. I didn't buy like, you know, a thousand. I bought like a hundred. Even that's a lot, but I was like, you know what? If it don't sell, I got 100 eyelashes I could wear. So <laughs> I'm always wearing eyelashes. And, you know, I was just confident in myself. I feel like with starting businesses, you have to be confident. Like, you know, you have to be like, it's going to be something. If you have positive positive energy, you just keep going at it. Like, you don't have no choice. But, like, even if you ain't a top company, like, your business going to go somewhere. Somebody going to see you and support you. Um, so that's what I did. And then, you know, as I started, you know, I started getting sales on a weekly basis. I was like... I have to do something for the men. Like, what can I do? And, you know, back home, like, people wear do-rags everywhere, you know, bonnets. But I knew, like, growing up, like, people wear do-rags. I used to wear do-rags myself because it's the only thing that stay on my head. Like, scarves, I can't get down with scarves. Scarves, they fall off my head in the middle of the night. Do-rag, I could put it on, tie it in the back. I'm good to go. So, like, why not? I got the do-rags going. Right. And then recently, I just added lip gloss, but it's actually not. Um, I mean, it's my line, it's my website, but my lip gloss line is um, actually it's Harry's daughter's. I let her take control of it. She came up with the, you know, mm -hmm. we, I helped her pick, you know, which glosses she wanted, the names, uh, how she wanted, you know, how did she want to come up with the formula, um, packaging. I let her do all that. She already doing good. <laughs> like she doing better than. I did in my first week of when I started my business. So, you know, we just promote entrepreneurship in this family as a whole. I'm proud you know, of it. Business, uh, a savvy type little girl, man. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what's up. I got a question for you, T. How, because um, I know uh, the viewers, uh, they probably don't know, you was actually living in Los Angeles at one point in time. Um, yes. Did Did that have anything to do with you? Like, did that inspire you to like start your business as well? Um, I would say yes, it did because um, you know, when you start when you go to LA, like if you ever visited LA, I'm I know you visited LA before Harry visited too. Um, his wife is from LA. It's nice when you go there and visit, you be like, dang, like you see how people live and you be like, All right, I gotta do something else. Like it's motivating in a sense, you know, you be like it gives you that drive for hustle. But when you live there, like on a regular basis, you really see like it pushes you to hustle. Like LA, LA pushed the, a hustle mindset for me. Like you know, like we always had hustle in our family. Like we, you know, entrepreneurship, doing our own thing. Like we always had that drive. It just comes with 
you know, our family and what we stand for, you know. But like living in LA, it definitely um it definitely pushed me to um definitely start my business because you know you have to have multiple streams of income if you want to be successful in this world so yeah i would definitely say that la had a big part of um pushing me in a direction to like you know really go through with um entrepreneurship yeah, that's for sure for sure and uh see like as far as like you being well versed like, what did you like most about like the West Coast when you first came out to like just the West Coast in general? Did you uh, did you feel like it was a culture shock, or if it, do you feel like it was something that you could easily handle? Um, I would definitely say culture shock for me because um, you know I kind of moved out. Um, I didn't have no choice, you know, when I moved here. You know, obviously our mom and dad um, they wanted to move here because they liked it when you know you went to college. And it was just different for me. Like I, I came out here my senior year of high school, you know, not very diverse out here. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but that was the first thing that created that culture shock for me. Cause I'm like, okay, it ain't, you know, this amount of black people, this amount of white people, this amount of Asians, this amount of Hispanics. It's like mostly Hispanics, couple blacks, depending on what part of Arizona you live in. Um, and you know, like, I mean, it, you got noun is more cultural, you know, it's starting to um, diversify, but in the yeah. beginning, it wasn't like that. So that was the first thing that was like, okay, this is different for me. Like, it's just the vibe out here was different altogether, though. But as far as like, you know, a positive aspect, everybody in their own lane out here, like no one cares about what the next person doing. You're not worrying about fashion. I need to keep up with this person or that person or you know, everybody in their own lane. So I felt like the West Coast, it keep you more focused, you know, because you're focusing on yourself. So anything that you, you know, don't do, it's because of you. It's not because you're worrying about the next person. Like, you know, mm. especially in Arizona. Mm. I'm not saying all of the West Coast is like that, but I know for Arizona, um, I mean, it's nothing out here to do but to focus on yourself and how can you approve yourself. So yeah, de it definitely was a cultural shock for me, but you know, over time I definitely adjusted it, especially with going to college out here. Yeah, so LA kind of reminds you more of back home, like Jersey. Yeah, very fast paced. Um, you know, every, it's competition out there too. Like, I mean, and even if you're the most simple person, because like, I'm a simple person, I ain't trying to be like, nah, I need a Gucci bag, I need this, I need that. Like, I can afford it. <laughs> But I, I'm gonna spend my money to invest in something like that's right. that's that's what I'm gonna do, and everything else comes next. But yeah, it's definitely like back home. It's real fast paced. Um, you know, you gotta have money. Like you can't just yeah. be living in LA. Like you are gonna struggle. I struggle. You know, so I'm grateful to be in the situation I am now because LA was like that was the trenches for me. But that that's I had, that's I hit rock bottom. When I lived in LA. But that's, hustle. that's good that you were able to go to L.A. and just just be able to prove to yourself that, you know, like if I wanted to come out here, I can live out here and I can thrive out here. So that's, right. you know, that's something that that's really powerful that you can say about yourself. And you, you know, what I mean, you deserve a lot of credit for that. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and anything that you want to elaborate more on, like your, your journey, um, T? Um, I would just say like, 
I would just say like, you know, I'm grateful for the transition of moving to the West Coast in general, because I know like I didn't have a good mindset, like going, being a teenager. I was a little bit rebellious in a sense, like before I moved out here, like I know where my life was going. Like, and I can imagine if I still live back home, like what I would be doing, not saying that I wouldn't be um, doing something positive, but I don't think I would be where I am today. I feel like moving out here really uh, help me mature and grow up and figure out what I want to do. And then, you know, moving to LA really helped me figure out my mindset. Cause I mean, right now I work in real estate, I'm doing entrepreneurship, investing here and there and little things. And I wouldn't have done that stuff. So, you know, I just really, I'm thankful for my experience cause it definitely pushed the drive for me to uh, make something better for myself. All right. Excellent. Excellent. So uh, we're going to get to the first uh, topic of conversation tonight. And uh, definitely what we want to do is uh, emphasize on our guests and uh, the different journeys that they've been through. Um, in particular, uh, Tiana, you just got done uh, through uh, kind of like a life changing moment or a surgery that uh, definitely like uh, was life altering, a little bit changing for you in the last couple of months. So can you just elaborate on that a little bit and then uh, kind of just introduce to the fans kind of like some things that uh, you want to say about your uh, your journey along with that? Um. Yeah, so I would say, um, you know, I recently just, I'm actually still um, in post-op for the surgery that I had to go through, but um, I think this is an important topic because um, I think it falls in line with womanhood and motherhood. So I think it's important to talk about. Um, shout out to the moms. Um, it is Mother's Day tomorrow. That's so right. before yeah, I, Mother's Day. I definitely want to say, for sure. <laughs> I definitely want to say, you know, first and foremost, before I even dive into this topic, shout out to moms because it, it's, it's a lot of work, you know, like women, their body parts, it go through a lot. And, you know, to be able to carry a human and, Absolute, absolute women. So, For sure. Happy Mother's right. Day and salute to all the women out there with children. Whether you had a baby, adopt a baby, any taking care of, you know, any kid that you're taking care of, salute. Most definitely. And uh, I'll have my personal shout out to uh, my wife, uh, Bria Leone, for uh, raising my two beautiful girls, uh, along with my uh, mother, along my, gran uh, my, my grandmother. Uh, that's living. Um, I definitely want to say uh, thank you all for the things you do for me. Um, I'll let y'all give your own personal shout outs, but uh, I definitely couldn't uh, tap in without being able to uh, say uh, thank you to the uh, mothers that uh, mean the most to me. Also, my mother-in-law, too, and uh, Nanny. Uh, they give me uh, much inspiration. Uh, I got to put Gigi there, so I give Gigi her shout out. But uh, all the mothers, for everything that y'all do, uh, it's much appreciated. But I'll let y'all uh, go ahead and give y'all shots out. Why? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm, my mother's no longer here. But, you know, if I, w I wouldn't be here for her. So, you know, she even though she's not here with me physically, she's still with me in spirit. So, um, I mean, you know, from, I mean, for my lady, I feel like Mother's Day, Mother's Day for her is every day. So, you know, I try to treat her as best as I can. You know, and uh, she does. She works hard, and she does a lot. So you know, she'll just get, she'll just get treated a little bit better tomorrow. But uh, I try to. I want to 
try to treat her every day and let her know that I appreciate her every day. So, you know, Mother's Day is just, you know, the highlight of that celebration, a highlight of that love. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, definitely shout out to my mom, you know, our mom. She does a lot, so I'm grateful for her. You know, some people, and like, why situation? Your mom's not here, so I don't take those moments for granted, you know. I think that, you know, my message to any child out there, like, if you have your mother still in your life, like, you know, appreciate that and spend as much time you can, make memories and love on your loved ones, you know, your mother, grandmother, whomever woman you still have in your life, you know. Um, but yeah, definitely shout out to the moms. Thank you to my mom, my grandma. Um, they're my rocks. Um, but yeah. What's um, up? What's up, T. Leon? I have to give my mama a shout out. <laughs> she, she's gonna be tuned in. Yeah, she's gonna be rocking on the show. But uh, yeah, um, just to uh, get back on the uh, the subject of uh, the surgery. Uh, how do you feel now? And do you want to elaborate a little bit on like how you feel and stuff like that? Is uh, um, start to feel a little bit better? Yeah, definitely. Um, so right now I'm in my fourth week of post-op. Um, it definitely was a shocker to me, the surgery in general. I'll give a little um, backstory on it. So, you know, I was having like pains and I wasn't sure like what was going on with my body. I thought, you know, maybe I had a kidney infection because it was something that I've never experienced um, before in my life. It wasn't like a, a pain that, you know, maybe I've Maybe, you know, maybe I can think maybe this is what it is or it might be this. It was something I never felt. So I was like, well, maybe it's a kidney infection because I never had that. And um, I got medicine for it when I went to my primary doctor and it just wasn't helping. So I was like, well, the next best thing to do would be to go to the hospital and let them, you know, run tests or whatever they need to do to um, figure out if it's um, in fact a kidney infection. So ended up not being a kidney infection and um I want to say, I don't want to mess up the name of it, but it's singular osteophrectomy. I want to say is the name of the surgery that I had. Basically, I had a large mass on my ovaries. And um, because I'm so small, like it was pushing everything from the left side of my body over to the right side of my body. So like my bladder, um, it was pushing on my kidneys, um, my small intestine. It was just pushing everything because I'm so small in my the. Um, size of my mass was 10 centimeters. So like that's that's large if you can imagine. Um, so, you know, it was scary because I'm like, you know, a mass that could be cancerous. So, you know, I'm young and cancer doesn't have an age, but I'm like, what would I do with 25 with cancer? Like, you know, I know that that's a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a process, you know, whether it's something that you could be is something that's right. far into the stage. That's a lot for anybody to bear, whether you're, no matter who you are. Um, so like, that was the first thing. And so, you know, I just, I kind of like prayed on it, but I knew that they was gonna have to do surgery to remove it. Um, and I ended up having to get um, my left ovary and my left fallopian tube removed. So, um, you know, it, it was a hard process. Cause I was scared, I already had a surgery from when I was born. Um, I had a, my small bowel head rupture when I was born. So I had already had a prior stomach surgery, but I had to go in and um, do an open incision rather than a, uh, remove it laparoscopically. So they even had to remove 
um, scar tissue from my first surgery. So the recovery process was hell. Like the first week was very, very, very painful. I had to learn how to basically walk again. Um, wow. But I mean, now I'm good, but it's just important, I'm, you know, for me to say, um, if anything, to is that I think that as women, we really should get our bodies checked because, you know, um, you go to, uh, when you go to like a woman doctor, I won't go into like detail, but if you go to a woman doctor, they don't check you for those kind of things. They don't see if, you know, how your ovaries look, if everything looks well, you know, they, they, they check you, but they don't check for those kind of things. So I think, you know, that's important because who knows? Well, if it was 10 centimeters, who knows how long I had a, a mask on my ovaries, you know? So I just think it's important for women to get checked, anybody to get checked, but especially for women, because those things matter. Like if it was any worse, I probably wouldn't even be able to have children in the future if I wanted to. Wow. wow. That's amazing that you was able to go through all of that. And, you know, you're still here, you're still strong. You right. know what I mean? He was able to, um, you know, fight through that situation because, you know, a lot of people can't, you know, a lot of people can't go through that. That's why it's just always important to just, you know, watch what you eat, watch what, you know what I mean? Watch what you're putting in your body, watch what you're putting on your body. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you might not see it at that point in time, but it'll just, it can catch up, it can catch up to you. But, uh, that's amazing, man. You know, and I'm happy for you. You, you look like you ain't lo You look like you haven't lost a beat. So, you know I mean? God bless, man. That's great. That's great. And it scared me as a big brother. I'm like, dang, I'm over here. I didn't even know until like you know, like I think like the day after. I'm just like, what's going on? I see you posting something. I'm just like, you know, like uh, I don't know. I, I really, I can't really. I don't like hearing bad news, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, you know your family so you know i definitely want to like you know just to be there be there for you and show my support you know what i'm saying but you know you, you bounce back and uh you know you look great you look strong so you know god is good god is good get it take get it take <laughs> all right so uh i guess we're going to go ahead and uh introduce the next topic and that was going to be uh something that happened before uh, Tiana surgery. Uh, she had a birthday weekend uh, where she had family and uh, friends over, uh, and she had it at uh, the Arizona Grand Resort. Um, it was the uh, weekend of uh, March 11th and stuff like that. So uh, we had a great time during her week, her weekend. Uh, <laughs> Y'all want to go ahead and elaborate about that because uh, it was pretty epic. I mean, who's going to start? I mean, you know, go ahead, go ahead, T. I I go last, I guess. <laughs> I go last. Um. Well, you know, following up from my surgery talk, I'm glad we went the way. I'm glad it turned out the way it did, cause I wouldn't want wanted my birthday to be any other way. Like, look, if they would have had to pull the plug on me, God forbid something would have went wrong. At least I can say I went out with a bang, cause I, my birthday was crazy. Like, I, you know, I knew. Like, I'm like, I turned 25 this year. Like, I gotta go big. Like, I wanted to be family. You know, why? I didn't even know you was coming out here. Like, you came out here on a limb. They're like, you know, why I'm coming out here? I'm like, why I'm coming out here? I'm thinking coming out here with your family. Family. They're like, nah, he's coming out here by himself. I'm like, oh. He coming, coming. He coming. We definitely gotta turn up and show him a good time or whatever. So. Man, my birthday was crazy. Like, first of all, I had somebody planning it and they did their thing. 
Shout out to shout out to uh Sharita. She did her thing. Salmon was <laughs> different. Man, that was good. The food, the food in general was yeah. hitting. Like, sure. you know, I don't eat everything. You know, I don't eat everything. You know what I mean? What I did eat was it was fantastic. Yeah. But um, you know, it did it, it I mean it didn't start on time, but it started in look, I had wine in there helping me set Man. up decorations on Man, I was working. All day, like <laughs> I was right there with you, like side by side with the balloons, the food, everything. Because like, I don't do this, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, Yo, you asked my girl, she would have just pushed me. If she was there, she would have pushed me out the way. Like I don't do that, but you know what I mean? That's just how much I love you. Is that you know I'll get I'll get on my knees and get dirty if I have to, you know what I'm saying? But man, you know it, it turned out it was a it was an amazing turnout, amazing. It was, but fun. We, we, we had fun. Like, yeah. we had no other option with you here, Jill here, Chris, Harry. Look, you know that already know. Like, I didn't even have to say anything past that for you to know that it was going to be epic. It was going to be a movie. Like, we couldn't have had it any other way. Like, you're talking about something. I'm not drinking, Jill. Like, I'm not drinking. Not with Chris. Chris said, everybody up in your turn. I, I, I saw Jill. Like I thought he was in a trance. Like I think, like I, I didn't know if he was looking at the TV, or if he was looking at me. But like he was looking at me for like it looked like he was looking at me for like ten seconds straight, and he was just sweating. I'm just like, yeah. I was, I'm like, yo, cuz you, you good? He was just like, yo, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. I was just like, man, it was crazy. I don't even think like I think we took it down around like almost like two in the morning. Yeah, it was it was a late night. I, that's all I remember. <laughs> I, I don't even know if he was too because like he sounded like an old man. That's all I remember. It was late. That's all I remember. Yeah, for real, man. You know when you get older, and you know, that, that night like that take up, it, it takes something my body. Right, and I was on East Coast time, so I was like, I was, I was done, man. When you came in the room, you because you ready. I'm like, yo, I'm ready. I'm ready. I ain't, I ain't want. I don't want to see nothing. I don't want peace. I'm, I'm ready to go to. I'm ready to go to bed and hit that bed. Real. And you hit it. You hit it. You definitely hit, hit the bed. Yeah, hard. Georgia over there banging. Wine, wine, wine ain't here. Nothing. Is your mom like, is. They said, you going to be up? I said, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to sleep. You going to be, no, I ain't going to be up. I'm going to bed. But, you know, hey, man, I, he had the key. <laughs> he had the key. Like, yeah. you, know you had a technical difficulty getting in. Stop so, working. I mean, that was the best sleep for you, too, huh? I needed that because, you know what I mean, we, man, what, and also the weed is amazing out there too. Yeah. The, that weed, the weed, the weed that y'all got in AZ at them dispensaries, man, was, was, <laughs> was, uh, was, was top shelf. You, you was rocking sure. with it? <laughs> huh? You was rocking with it? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, you remember that, remember how long that line was? That line was like was long. That's how they be out here at them dispensaries. Like some yeah. lines long. They don't care. Yeah, man, it was it was a movie. You know, uh, good was on the uh, the menu. Some of that good. <laughs> right, that good almost almost got us in trouble. Yeah. Almost somebody to the hospital. Yeah. Um, almost gave people. Almost gave me a heart attack. I mean, y'all want to dive in that real quick or what? Like, I don't know. 
Yeah, we're going we're going to shorten that one up, but uh we got to wait for Chris on that. And, uh, I don't know that that's the, I think that might be an, an exclusive like <laughs> I think it might have to be us three uh Chris and um what's what's the uh, dude name? McGee. Oh, not McGee. Oh my god, yes, yo. Do we, <laughs> we got to save that that's going to be an exclusive episode. Yeah, he got his own episode coming. <laughs> yeah, he's coming. We're we going to get him on one, man, because he is absolutely hilarious, man. Yeah. Hilarious. Straight comedian. Uh, shout out to McGee, too, man. Uh, I know you uh yeah. watching the show or you going to watch the show. So Yeah, uh, he, elevated, he, he definitely, like, elevated your birthday as far as, like, just bringing that, like, fun. He did. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he I didn't even know he was man. <laughs> it was like uh, I bought me uh, I bought me uh, uh, with the microwave. What he called me? What he oh, called Mike, me? Microwave man. He called you microwave man. <laughs> microwave man. Oh man, man. Yeah, yeah. Everybody had a job duty. <laughs> Everybody had. Your birthday was uh was one for the books, man. I I'm not sure if you're gonna be able to out. I'm not sure if you can outdo that one. Nah, you know I mean? man, that was that was classic. Yeah, that was different. For real. That was classic Leon family business right there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, we gonna dive into the uh, the next conversation. Uh, thank you for adding that uh, that tidbit right there, T. Um, definitely a legendary moment in uh, Leon family history. But we are gonna go ahead and uh, add on to the next segment. Uh, this next segment is a healthy relationships, y'all. And uh, what we mean by that is just all relationships, um, creating healthy relationships seems to be something that allows us to uh, definitely optimize ourselves and uh, definitely optimize our uh, our longevity. So um, let's just dive into it, y'all. Let's talk about healthy relationships and uh, how do y'all prioritize, you know, making sure that y'all create healthy relationships uh, in you guys' life. Um, who you want to, you want to go, you want to, you want to, you want to knock it out, T? You want to go, you want to start first? It don't matter. I could dive into it. Um, I actually like this topic a lot. Um, when I went to, Ari I'm an Arizona State graduate. Shout out to ASU. ASU. Um, ASU. <laughs> um, I graduated with a major in communication. Um, with that came study, uh, a concentration in some sort of study. And my focus as an undergrad was um, relationships in general, interpersonal and interpersonal. Um, so for me, this is like, this is like the creme de la creme. Like this is my favorite topic to talk about. Um, but I think that, you know, healthy relationships is so important because, you know, we don't always learn them, um, especially as children. Um, not everyone has the opportunity to see healthy relationships. So we don't always know what it is. Um, for me, you know, I mean, I grew up around healthy relationships, but I never really like, I never really like paid in mind or understood it until I was an adult because I started noticing like certain situations that I was around wasn't necessarily healthy. Um, and I think that, you know, healthy relationships are important because they determine who you are. Um, not, I won't say, well, I guess they don't determine who you are, but they contribute to um, your actions and, you know, you know, um, how you parent, how you talk to people, how you um, 
communicate with people. So I think that, you know, having healthy relationships around you is very essential. If you don't, as a child, at least, you know, make the decision to have that in your life as an adult, because like I said, they shape you. Um, it's very important. Uh, and that's not just relationships with significant others. Healthy relationships is important in general. Um, who you have in your inner circle, as far as friends, um, you want to make sure that you're surrounded by healthy energy because what you surround yourself with and what you put into this world is going to come back to you. So if you surround yourself with people that's being negative, um, not doing anything um, that's going to like benefit you as far as like making you a better person or helping you see things from a, a positive perspective like you don't need that around you like if you surround yourself with positive people um people that's motivated doing things for themselves as far as like entrepreneurship people that's happy for you even if you're you know doing the basic things you want to be around people that's help happy for you um you want to be happy for people because you know that good energy comes back to you so i think it's very important to have healthy relationships and it just you know it creates a better mental space for you as an individual as well. Right, that was cool. <clears throat> for me, I think, uh, you know, when it comes to relationships, like the most important thing is just the communication. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, in, uh, you know, because, you know, rather it's with your partner and, you know what I mean, your schedules are different, you're working a lot. You know, if you know, I mean, if you might have kids or you know, business partners, um, the most important thing is just you know the communication, and you know, it just even if we're just not even talking about you know, just uh, for example, if you know, me and Buddha, I called him the other day, and it wasn't business related. I'm just like, yo, cause I just wanted to talk. You know what I mean? I just wanted to just see how you was doing or just hear your voice, and you know what I mean. So it's like, you know, that's how you build up relationships you know what i'm saying and keep them strong is that you know when we can just you know ask each other about how how we're how we're doing and how we're feeling and uh, i think that's like extremely important especially just on a day-to-day -day basis um you know because a lot of you know a lot of us are trying to be uh, and are a lot of us are inspiring entrepreneurs and um you know so you you can be just so focused that you might not get a chance to just shut down and be like, you know what i gotta slow down I need to go call this person to see how they do. I need to go call this person to see how they're doing. So you need that break just because, you know, it might be your turn when you might be down and you might, you, you would want them to reach out to you. So, you know, you reaching out to them, everything will always come back to you full circle. So for me, it's just a like communication and, uh, you know, just it's always being there for your loved ones, always being there for your friends and, uh, you know, it'll come back to you. Excellent, excellent. Now, um, I like to dive into it, but uh, first and foremost, um, I just want to kind of uh, get into something that really um, kind of like, 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 thinks. Of, I mean, like, how, how would I say it? Like, uh, it like uh, uh, wilds my curiosity because, like, um, I feel like certain people um, they don't have uh, good intentions, right? So. You can meet people that don't have the best intentions for you, but you can give the positive energy that would allow them to reverse what they got going on. You see what I'm saying? 
because we don't live in a perfect world. We don't live in a world where everybody's happy. We don't live in a world where everybody's happy for you. Um, I just feel like sometimes you have to be the better person. So when you coming up in life, you know what I mean? You may have the people that are negative. You may have the people that are naysayers. You may have the people that just aren't technically in your favor, but you have to waver through. And how you waver through is being able to just say, you know what? I know what that person's energy is on, but me personally, I'm going to bring this to the table. I'm going to bring the best me to the table because by me being my best self, I'm going to create a healthy relationship no matter what. And then whatever vibe that person's on, they could be on that vibe, but they might be inspired by how I just took whatever was going on in my life and just had a good smile about it no matter what. And we're not perfect. I mean, we all have days where we just don't feel like it or we may not feel our best selves. But I feel like sometimes that's when you got to tap into, okay, let me be quiet or let me say something positive because you saying that one positive thing throughout your day can really like change and alter your whole life. You know what I mean? There's so many people like that are from Camden or from New Jersey that made one bad decision and they had to live with those consequences for the rest of their lives. And I feel like, you know, healthy relationships are based upon decision-making. So if we have positive decision-making, it allows our relationships to unfold um, the way that um, our energy manifests. You see what I'm saying? So I feel like if you, like you guys said, if you have that good energy, you'll get it back. But it's just something um, that really, um, really like intrigues me because I like really dive into relationships and, and, and the way they work. And I feel like um, the best way that we can um, get back on the receiving end is to, you got, like you said, give, you know, give your best foot forward and uh, try to uh, chime in or try to talk to people the best way you can, because, you know, you're only going to get what you give. And that's, that's the way I feel about relationships. I think that was pretty good. And I think the beauty about like what we're doing and what we're building is that, you know, like even though I'm on a, I'm on the East coast and y'all on the West coast, you know, the, the purpose of like line family media group and, you know, everything that we're building, this allows us to get closer. This, this allows us also to, uh, you know, be in constant communication with each other and, you know, just like, it just brings us closer as a family. You know what I mean? That disconnect and, um, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So, I mean, you know, you'll never that way, you know, if you if you feel in any way or, you know, what I mean, I'll, I'll never even let a bad, bad, bad energy get to you. Mm-hmm. And like if I can see something that you can't see, I'll let you because, you know, what I mean, I don't know about that or I don't know about this person. So, you know, that's 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 a, a plus that you get from having good relationships and good people around you is that, you know, people can come in and try to say, like, you know, I'm not really sure about that. or I'm not really sure about this. About this. It's just to try to protect you and give you a heads up. So, you know, got to keep good people around you. Exactly. I really like what Tiana said, you know, um, as far as, you know, um, you know, this, uh, the communication part, you know, that communication is key. You know, you might think somebody's talking bad about you 
or they may be talking bad about you. But until y'all had a sit down conversation with one another, y'all won't even know what y'all mad about or y'all won't know why y'all don't have the healthiest of relationships if y'all don't have that that line of communication. So um, I really like that part about it because uh, communication can really be that defining factor between a healthy relationship or a toxic situation. Right. Absolutely. I mean, and, you know, it's all about how you communicate as well. Like, you know, I don't like texting because, you know, in a text, you you might you might misinterpret the words. And, you know, like you might say, I might say something and you might think that you might take it the wrong way. That's why, you know, if it's personal, let's just pick up the phone or let's just meet in person. Then you can actually see you know, how, how somebody feels because it's not really what you say, it's how you say it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it's that energy that you put out. It's the energy that you that you put forth in, in the words um, that, you know, can, can make people go either a certain way or this way. So, I mean, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, man. Those are all perfect things, man. Um, this is one of, like, my favorite topics so far in the, in the show, uh, Healthy Relationships. So, uh, we can go ahead and uh, change the topic out. Uh, we're going to delve into something that I think that you guys really might like and be intrigued about talking about. Because uh, if you're working, and especially if you work a nine to five, uh, <laughs> I don't know what y'all experiences is, but I definitely have some experiences that I like to chime into. But uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, the topic of conversation is. Have you ever quit a job and why? And uh, we'll go ahead and uh, let the uh, special guest, Tiana, go ahead and dwell into this one. <laughs> um, I don't know if I ever technically like quit a job. I'm good for like resigning from a job. I know like when I, <laughs> when I first started working, well, I won't say that because my first job. You put the two weeks in. Yeah, I put the two weeks in. I try to put the two weeks in. Let me let me let me step back. My first job, I did quit because I was like, I ain't coming in no more. Like I'm tired of this. Like I'm about to be on the phone with these people doing selling this infomercial stuff. Like, I'm over this shit. I'm out. So I just didn't show back. I was in, I was in college. I I was I started in the work world world late, and I was like, I ain't coming back in. Like it was it was it was crazy. Like I couldn't I couldn't do that. I had to wake up at six a.m. I'm not even a morning person like that not waking up 6 a.m. doing something. I'm like, so yeah, I, I quit that job. But yeah, I'm more of a two-week person. I like to put my two weeks in. It's crazy okay. though, because like, even at my job now, I'm still surprised I'm near, you know? Yeah, luckily it's something that I want to do. It's something that could turn into a career. Um, but I, my thing used to be eight months, I'm out. So I'll be looking at my time like, all right, I've been here six months, it's about time to go. It's about time to put my two weeks in. I start getting my notice ready, but. Really, just that one job, but sometimes you gotta quit a job because your mental health is everything. So your body's telling you, you gotta listen to your body. Listen to your body. Your body telling you leave, quit that job, quit that job. Mm -hmm. uh, what about you, Juan? <laughs> and sometimes with a job is that you know you you feel like you maxed out at that position or at that company. Right. You know, and like you've done all, you've done everything that you could. So it's just like, you know, it's time for a change. Like for me, um, I mean, outside of, uh, you know, like if the pay is not cutting it, all right, I'm going. You know what I mean? Um, you know, but uh, 
I don't know. Like, I feel like that's always been the thing for me is that, like, I've just, I'll max out my potential. And uh, if I don't really like what I'm seeing from the company, then, you know, it's time to part ways, you know, respectfully. Um, because, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just like, you know, you you can't feel stagnant at a, at a certain job, at a certain position. You know what I mean? If you feel like, you know, a job is hindering you or like that you can do better somewhere else and your intuition is telling you, then that's always the case. You know, you have to follow your heart, follow, you know, and then, you know, a change of scenery, a change of people. Um, I think one of the greatest, one of the greatest things for me about, you know, when I was working jobs was that just being around the people being around the energy like outside of the check of course but uh just you know just the camaraderie that you can build the people that you can meet um you know but uh and, it, and then it's sad when you leave you know because like you you've built a, you, you've built really good relationships with people and um over 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 an extended period of time so it's sad when you have to leave and part ways, but you have to do what's best for you at the end of the day. Um, some, I feel like certain, some places, depending on how they treat you, don't deserve two weeks because, you know, they don't, they don't give you two weeks when they fire you. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing that I've never like really understood is that, you know, the purpose of, of two weeks, like, you know, the notice, I mean, I understand I mean, like I said, they're not professional when they fire you. So why would you be professional when you're resigning, you know, from that establishment? Right. Um, but uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, you just got to do what's best for you. So, you know, if, if, if your time is up and, you know, you tell yourself that, you know, there's pl plenty of opportunities out there. Um, you know, you just got to keep going on to the next. Exactly. And um, it's funny, man, because uh, the reason kind of why this conversation is pulled up is because I feel like um, when you think about a job, right, you're giving them most of your time. A lot of times you're giving them more time than you actually give your own family. So uh, people don't realize when you give your uh, time to a job, you're giving almost everything you got to that job and you're giving them more of your energy and more of your time than you're giving your own family. So when you give that job, whatever you got, it damn sure better be somewhere where you feel at least appreciated because if you don't feel appreciated that job, go ahead and you can put in your two week notice, but if you don't feel like you comfortable in that spot, quit. You know what I mean? I think that a lot of the older generations, they kind of frown upon uh, some of the styles that the young, younger generation come along with when it when it comes down to quitting a job. But um, me, I ain't got no shame in it. I'll quit if I don't feel comfortable because I feel like <laughs> if I ain't right, if I ain't feeling good, I'm gone. Yeah, I quit. I quit and that's I it. Quit. Peace I quit. Peace out. I mean, but obviously these things have repercussions. You see what I'm and saying? Like, any manager you see, any supervisor you see, if they just look at you wrong, it might go down. <laughs> it, don't go crazy. it might it might go down. Yeah, it might be hands to be thrown in the parking lot. I don't Dude, know. I have so many problems with like my managers and supervisors and you know what I mean, I can't be controlled. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't control me, you don't own me. As long as I'm performing and I'm doing, you know. What I'm if, if I'm performing at, at 
at my highest peak. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And I'm giving out excellence and, you know, I'm doing what I need to do. Just leave me alone. You know what I mean? But a lot of, a lot, also, with a lot of these companies as well is that, uh, you know, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, we're not going to sit here and act like racism don't exist because mm-hmm. it does. Definitely. You know what I mean? You could get treated misfairly just from, you know, having the wrong skin color. Right. I mean, I guess, I guess having the wrong skin color or, you know, uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it could be a variety of things, but, um, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. And I would encourage everybody. I mean, if you are going to quit a job, uh, just to, uh, kind of channel back at that older generation, have a backup plan. Definitely have your backup plan in mind. Because, you know, bills got to get paid, you know, until you do become the entrepreneur that you want to, you know, exercise. You definitely got to have that backup plan as far as another job in the fold when you do quit. So um, I want to have uh, good concepts and give you guys good, um, good energy and um, good things to work with. You know, I mean, as far as this podcast is concerned. So I would definitely, you know, tell you guys to always have something in the fold or in the line if you do decide to quit because you can't have somebody else, you know, change your denominating factors in life. You know what I mean? When it comes down to it, the only reason that we truly work is to take care of our families. You know what I mean? What's up, Noah? (laughs) But the only ideal of us kind of working is to take care of our families. So, you know, we do decide that a, a situation is not comfortable for us. We definitely need to have something in line so that, you know, we have something to fall back on when we decide to quit. So um, that's the kind of uh, like um, most of the tidbit of, you know, this kind of conversation is concerned. But uh, do y'all want to elaborate anymore? I say my piece. (laughs) I do agree with one um, little quote thing, though. I don't know if it's a little quote mean, but. You know, I'd be like, this can't be the jobs that my grandparents stayed in for 20 years. I'll be feeling that because I ain't made a job yet. That's like, yeah, like I'm about to put my 401k here and I'm about to be here forever. Like my goal ain't to work for nobody forever. So right. if you got to quit, quit. That's right. it. Uh, my, my thoughts on the job is basically you work at a job until you gain enough skills um, so yeah. that you can facilitate things on your own. So right. It's a it's a ceiling, like Wani said. There's a ceiling that you maximize your potential at any workplace. And once you find that ceiling, if you're not able to use those attributes or those skills to create for yourself or, um, you know, facilitate for others, then, you know, you wasted your time at that job. No matter if they got the most banging, banging of 401ks, all these benefits and incentives, you don't want to be working your whole life. Uh, just to look back many years down the line and say, what did I do this for? You see what I'm saying? You need to be getting back what you're giving. And a lot of times, most of these jobs, they can never give you back what you give to them because they're a, a large entity. I mean, most people, uh, most places, like Wani said, if they fire you, they just move on to the next. They'll go ahead and grab somebody else to fill your place. They yeah. will celebrate you for five minutes. They will remember you for five minutes. And then they will hire somebody within the same five minutes. 
Exactly. I'm, I mean, I'm just, I'm just telling you what I know. I haven't seen it. You know what I'm saying? I, I haven't seen it, and it's just like I can't respect a company like that. Like I don't want to be a part of any, something like that. If I'm gonna work hard for anybody, I'm gonna work hard for my goddamn self. If I'm gonna work twelve hours overnight for somebody, I'm gonna work fourteen hours for myself. You know what I mean? That that is what you really just have to tell yourself. Like you really have to ask those questions. Like, am am I really doing what's best for me? You know what I mean? Like, is what I'm doing best for me and my family? Is is what I'm doing? Is this job or this company? Is this business, this career, going to elevate me to the life that I want to have? And these are things that you have to ask yourself daily. And you know, if any of those things are no, then uh, something needs to change immediately. Uh, let's get to something that we get into on a weekly basis now, uh, and that is sports talk. Sports talk, y'all. Um, I don't really want to uh, talk about too much of our local teams today. I want to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. What's going on with the Lakers, y'all? I mean, they at that seventh spot. So now they in the play-in tournament. And the play-in tournament is something that the NBA has created this year and hopefully for only this year because uh, people like LeBron is really hot about the play-in tournament. Uh, basically, the play-in tournament is going to be like the seventh to the tenth seed. And I think that they all would have to play in to get into the actual uh, playoff tournament. So a lot of the NBA players are not really like digging the whole situation of the play in tournament. And right now, the Lakers currently sit at that seventh spot. So if the NBA ended today, they would have to be in that play in tournament. So they went from being the world champions to now being at that cusp of a, a, a team that may or may not even make the, the playoff tournament. So uh, it's kind of up in the air, man, with the Lakers, man. Uh, I hope that they can get it together because uh, for all you LeBron fans out there, y'all definitely want to see him have a chance to go back to back and uh, do his thing. So, uh, yeah, man, NBA, I'm going to need y'all to get it together with that play-in tournament. Whoever came up with that idea, I'm not really digging it. And uh, I think that they should have kept the same format because even though we are having the uh, the pandemic or uh, the coronavirus uh, sports schedule adjusted in a way accordingly, they should have never put in a, a system that would have made the players question, you know, the format. So, uh, yeah, we're going to uh, just leave you all with that. What do you all think about the play in tournament and why did they even think about putting this into the situation? Because. Most of the players don't like it. So, y'all, the, that's the sports talk, man. And what do you think about that, money? Like, the playing tournament? That's weak, I'm right? Not, I'm not a Lakers fan anyway, so I really don't care. You know, I don't really like the Lakers. You know what I mean? Uh, so I don't give a damn about the Lakers. Um, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm Philly. I'm diehard 76ers. And, you know what I mean? The second team would be uh, new, the new, like, uh, Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets, yeah. Just that's like New Jersey-based. But um, I don't know. Like, I mean, nobody said anything about it when they was in first place. You know what I'm saying? You only hear people complaining about it now that they've fallen and they've got, they've been injured. So I mean, injuries happen, and that's gonna that's gonna change that's gonna change everything. So I mean, you can't can't bash them for that. They're not they're not healthy. Like no team is gonna be firing on all cylinders if they're not healthy. But uh, 
I don't know, man. I think it is interesting because, you know, it's, it's, it's a good and bad about it because, you know, you're supposed to play the regular season for your spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it's always been. And, like, I like I like that. I like it that way. But uh, also, I mean, in the other in the other in the same token, it's exciting because it gets them low, the, the low teams an opportunity to really knock you out. And you know what I mean? Because a lot of a lot of those a lot of the 500 teams, a lot of the teams that are really, really good, they don't take the bad team seriously. So, you know, I mean, it's a good and bad about how you look at the playing tournament. I personally don't really like it, but I do I do think that it adds some sort of excitement to the you know I mean to the NBA. Like I would look like the, the Warriors, I think they're low. I would love for Steph Curry to be in the playoffs because he's one of my favorite players. And you know, like if he could knock off one of the other teams, it's just like wow man, like you know it, you know what I mean you got it's exciting. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it could it it could it's it's cool. I don't know. Everybody has that's, that's the opposite. That's actually the opposite uh spectrum of, of the argument. So that's that's perfect, man. This right. is a team that might not be or might be at that cusp to knock somebody out. That is gonna be that's gonna be really interesting um if that does happen. And I believe it actually probably will happen because you know, you never know with some of those uh you know teams that is right at the cusp. Right. Uh, yeah, man. Sports talk for y'all this week. Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed that, and uh, feel free to comment in the comment section about that part. But uh, that's that, y'all. And uh, for the show, we're gonna give our mentions. Uh, Juan Samir, I'll start with you before I uh, end it off with uh, Tiana for our mentions and our shots out for the week. Um, you can. Follow me on Instagram at Juan Samir. My link tree is is in the is going to be in the in the bio in the description. Um, check out my website. You know, uh, follow and like and subscribe us on Lion Family Media Group um, on YouTube on Instagram. Um, we're building something special. Um, stay tuned for the podcast episodes that we're going to be premiering weekly. Weekly guests. You know, we're going to have people all over. Jersey, Philly, LA. We're trying to create something, you know. Uh, we're trying to create something for the culture, create something for the community. Um, shout out to my cousin Jabria. Uh, we had did something special in New York today um, that you know I'm gonna I'm gonna put together in a couple of days. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be fire. We did something special for uh, uh, Shout out to them. Shout out to uh, Kelvin. Uh, not many are like us. Um, you know, shout out to everybody that was uh, a part of the production today. It was cool. And um, um, shout out. You can shout out to sis, Tania. She's not, she wasn't able to make it to this episode, but uh, she was on the previous episode. She's going to be a big part of the podcast and, you know, everything that we're trying to build as well. Um, so uh, I think that's it. That's all I got to really say um, and lock in for the next episode. Righty, y'all, and uh, T, go ahead and end this off. Um, well, as far as me, I just want to say, um, you guys can follow me on Instagram. Uh, my personal Instagram is tiana.e underscore underscore. Um, I also have a link tree. It will be in my bio on my personal page. It will take you to um, my YouTube channel. Um, 
I'm getting ready to get back in the swing of YouTube. I had to take a couple weeks off, obviously, because of surgery. So um, I'm excited to get back into that. But um, yeah, if you follow my personal Instagram, you'll see the link to uh, my YouTube channel. You'll see the link to the Lion Family Media Group YouTube channel. Um, and then you can follow me on Instagram at Wavy by Lioness for any um, do rags and bonnets and follow me at lashed underscore lioness for your lashes and lip gloss for sure y'all so uh i want to end the show off with my shots out shots out to all the mothers once again uh, we love y'all uh continue to do everything that you do uh, you're much appreciated um if you are here on this earth or aren't if you're not here on earth i know that the mothers they have this um thing connected to the earth you know that's why they call it mother earth we are all connected because of our mothers our mothers are very important and integral in our lives and we can never stop giving thanks to our mothers so we just want to give you guys a thanks and we want to give all our viewers a thanks don't forget to like and subscribe to our youtube channel and we love y'all this has been a cool podcast and thank you for tuning into episode three much love Peace. Thank y'all.